Sean, and this is Sess with Cass. God, I'm like professionally sorry for that. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Sass with Cass. I'm your host, Cassandra Grodd, and I'm the best-selling author of both Bully and Darling. It is my intention behind creating this podcast to share with you my passion around helping others feel like their most confident selves. Even if this podcast is just able to give you a smile or something to lighten up your day, I really hope that I can share my love for healing, beauty, sex, life, and everything in between. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the Self Love Club. What is up, you sexy motherfuckers? It is Cass Grodd. If you don't know me, you should. And this is Sass with Cass. Um, I just want to take the space to say thank you so much for all the engagement and love that we have had on the Sass with Cass podcast. Uh, getting your feedback truly makes my day, guys. Um, you all really enjoyed the episode with Liam uh, last week, the week after, and this episode, as per our normal schedule, is just me. As per always, if you're interested in buying either of my books, Bully or Darling, they will be linked below. You can also find me on my Instagram pages at Cassandra Grodd or at Quotes with Cass. Uh, or my website, www.cassandragrodd.com, is the portal for everything. Um, okay, a little bit of exciting news to share with the Sass family is... I am coming out with a new business and some of you may have seen this on Instagram. Uh, some of you may have a couple of ideas of what that is. Um, I'm not going to tell you 100% what it is. It is not a product or a, um, yeah, like not something necessarily I'm selling, but it's definitely going to be an op opportunity for me to bring me into your lives and for anyone who is wanting sort of advice ooh, um, to sort of connect with them really. Um, so keep your eyes open and keep them peeled. I also really quickly before we get into this episode just want to take the space to say Black Lives Matter. I hope you are all taking the space to continue to learn and educate and stand up for what you believe in. You might not be seeing it all over social media anymore but that doesn't mean you can't you know, you're going to stop being an ally and just because it's not trending, you're not going to post it. Like, just keep your finger on the pulse with that stuff, guys. Make the effort for me. Um, and let's also take a lens to what's happening in New Zealand and how, if we are in New Zealand, I know a lot of you aren't, or whatever country you're in, and look at what's happening in your country and how you can make a difference. So, <clears throat> Just wanted to take the space to just pop that one in there. And without further ado, further ado, <laughs> let's get into this episode. All right, guys, so this episode is the breakup love episode. And I'm truly thinking that this is going to be a series because, oh my gosh, the amount of questions is just 
insane. And people ask me about love and about heartbreak and advice and relationships all, 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 all the time. Um, also related to like sex and my sex life. And I just think everyone just has been so captivated by that side of my life for a really long time. And I've honestly kept it really private. I've never like kind of posted guys that I've been seeing or anything like that. Um, And I guess I nod to some of my experiences in my writing. And I guess because I write about love and about heartbreak, it's natural for people to come to me for advice for it. Um, I do really understand that. And I want to be able to help you guys because, (sighs) Sister Senorita, your girl has been around the block. (laughs) And I don't mean like... I have a high body count or anything like that. I just mean that I've seen it all. And you name a type of guy, I've dated him. Like, you have to remember, I have dating experience from New York, from LA, from London to New Zealand, baby. I'm like that pit bull song from New York, LA, London to Ibiza. But like, truly, if one of my best friends, Molly, was here, she'd tell you the story of how on Molly's birthday in Italy... We were like sun lounging on the beach on sun lounges and um, I was like, oh, I should go get Molly like some pizza and some like wine to celebrate her birthday. And we, I went up to the bar to get her this and this man like leans over the bar. Like literally if you've seen 365 DNI, number one, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Don't watch the movie. Just skip to the sex scenes. Literally skip till you can see a naked man's ass and then you're good. Anyway, so Massimo basically how do I say his name, leans over the counter and he's like, you're beautiful, rah, rah, rah. And I was like, um, and he basically invites me to this Italian nightclub and he's like, but first you have to meet my family. Guys, I am not fucking shitting you. Out of the back of this Italian restaurant proceeds his dad, his granddad, his grandma, his mom, his younger brother. They're all standing there speaking Italian to me, singing and like, pushing pizzas above their heads. This is not a joke. And I'm like, oh my God. And he, they were like, what can we do for you? And I was like, it's my friend Molly's birthday. And this parade of an Italian family came down to the front sound lounges to give Molly her pizza and wine for her birthday. And also essentially to ask for my hand in marriage. So it is what it is. Your girl is skilled in the arena of love. And that is the arena we're fighting in today, people. So sit down, get a snack, get a drink. This is going to be a hectic ass episode. Um, So how I'm going to set this episode up, guys, is normally I do like 20 minutes of a 25 minutes ish of a story time or uh, unless I have a guest and then I talk to them for like two hours. Apparently that's a thing. Um, Or So yeah, 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 sorry, 25 minutes of a story time and then I go into your questions. But with this episode, what we're going to do is I'm just going to answer your questions and as I answer them, I am going to continue to say my kind of stories and weave it through that way because I really think it's going to be easier and you guys just had so, 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 so many questions. Um... Of course, if you are wanting to submit a question for SAS, what normally happens is I post the topic I will be talking about on my Instagram pages, or I'm going to start doing it on the Facebook page. Please join the SAS with Cass Facebook page. And from there, you can submit a question on that topic. Uh, Thank you for all your engagement and all your questions. Here we go. All right. The first question is help I keep seeing him when I shouldn't be seeing him. Okay. 
a hundred percent, I feel you. So I think this person is like alluding to the fact that they're in this entanglement with a man. And also, by the way, guys, obviously I'm a female, so I'm going to be like referring to men because that's who I date. But please like feel free to take this kind of advice. Um, maybe you're a guy, you like girls, whatever, whatever you're into, whoever you're into, we love to see it. Um, but I am just referring to the male pronoun, but we can apply this to everything. Okay. Um, so she's seeing someone who she shouldn't be seeing. Now I'm interested in why she kind of feels like she shouldn't be seeing him, but I mean, I've really been in this situation before. Like, and a lot of you guys had questions about how to tell when a guy is seeing you as more than a hookup. So I'm kind of going to combine the two here. The thing is, if you know you shouldn't be seeing him because he's toxic or he brings you down or he's negative or he's an ex, look at it like this. Look at it like this. The greatest energy exchange on the fucking planet, people, is sex. I don't care if you disagree with that. It is. It's one of the greatest exchanges. And one thing I really hate is when people are like, oh, it's just sex. It's meaningless. It's just sex. Look, I'm an energy reader. I'm an energy healer. It's what I'm learning to do, basically. And I can tell you right now, when someone is on top of you, thrusting in and out of you, that is the greatest energy exchange on earth. You are giving that person your insides, your organs, bitch, your internal fucking structure you are giving that man. So anyone who's saying, oh, it's just sex and I can just see him casually, I call bullshit because I have never, ever, ever met a girl who was fucking a guy who didn't have at least 2% interest in him. And that grows, bitch. That grows when you're cuddling, when his arms around you, when he's stroking you, when he's giving those little kisses, when he's saying all those words that you want to hear just so he can get his dick wet again. This is what I'm talking about. And it is really toxic and it is going to bring you down. And that's why when you leave his house the next day, you feel like a piece of shit. So the next time a boy texts you late at night, booty calls you and you know you shouldn't be seeing him, think about how you feel the next morning. Right now, wherever you are listening to this, I want you to imagine how you feel the next morning. Do you feel empowered? Do you feel happy? Do you feel uplifted and clean? If you do, he's probably not that bad for you, but this is not what this question is about. This question is about someone who's not good for you. I can bet $20 billion right now that you feel like a disgusting piece of trash who has been used like a fucking wet wipe. Tell me I'm wrong because I have been there, bitch. I have been in those shoes and there's no coming back from that. There is no shower you can take that's going to make you feel clean after that because someone has just used you as an extension of his right hand. And I know that people right now are going to get butt hurt and they're going to be like, Cass, this is really intense. Also, I know that the Call Her Daddy podcast just did an episode kind of similar to this. And I like low-key don't agree with half the things Alex said, but also pay homage to the queen. Um, I'm all about giving credit. So go listen to her if you want more of this advice. <laughs> but, you know, as back to what I was saying, there's nothing you can do that's going to make you feel better after that situation. Why? Because you just gave someone your precious ass energy. And that is hard to get back. You can't just go generate more of that shit that is your well, your pot of gold, and you need to be careful about who you give it to. So I don't know why you think you shouldn't be seeing this guy. I don't know if it's because he's done you dirty. I don't know what it's about. But what I do know is that you need to be way more selective with where you put your energy.
Because right now you're giving out this shit like you're like you're freaking Donald Trump giving out money. You're just like a rich, wealthy man just giving everyone money on the streets. No way. No way. You're worth way more than that. And he should only get that side of you if he truly deserves it and he's working for it. Okay. Guys, you're getting sassy cast. Like oft you can get spiritual light hippie cast. Not hippie cast. I hate the word hippie. You can get light cast or you can get this cast. And this cast doesn't play. And you can probably pick up on this cast and half my Instagram posts and half the things I say because yes, I'm awake and I'm kind and I'm calm, but do not mistake that kindness for weakness. And I think way too many girls let themselves be walked over. And literally this podcast right now is to snap you all into Z formation. Okay, so we're going to move on. Next question. How can you tell when a guy is seeing you as more than a hookup? Okay, number one, men do not literally do not treat women the same way women treat men. Men are not sitting there playing around and messing around and thinking, you know, how am I going to get her to to not know what I'm doing? How am I going to get her to play games? And how am I going to get her to, to like me more? Blah, blah, blah. A man treats you with the exact actions and the exact intention of what you mean to him. So guess what that means, bitch? If he's not putting in effort, he doesn't think you're worth putting in effort for. And that's just on period. Because this is when you get those stories of those guys who are like, such players and they're running around, you know, they've got a hundred girls, blah, blah, blah. And then out of nowhere, they find this one girl and they settle down, bang, this dude's got five babies, a kid, you know, hundreds of kids. He's got two cars. He's got a house and a batch and 15 dogs, right? This is where you hear those stories because that girl that that guy met, that hella player, I don't know what he does. Maybe he's fucking in the NBA. We don't know. Maybe he's just a fuckwit from, the, you know, your high school who's always been a douche. But when the right guy, when he meets the right girl, he will change for her. He will pull out all the stops for her. I'm going to tell you a story that one of my friends told me. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. I'm not going to use any names, but there was a she knew some guys and she started seeing this guy who had a certain religion and he was not able to kind of date outside his religion. So he strung her on and strung her on until he finally sat her down and was like, look, this is never going to go further because you're not part of my religion. She was literally looking at converting and all this stuff. And his older brother who was in the same situation had a girlfriend who was not in that religion. And my friend asked the older brother, well, what was different about her? You know, she's not part of your religion and yet you're official with her. What's the difference? And he looked at her and said, she's my girlfriend because she wouldn't accept anything less. And that is, that story really hit me in the face, guys. Like when my friend told me that, it was like a slap across the face because I have been the girl who plays it cool. I have been the girl who plays it chill. I've been so fucking chill. I've been like, yeah, I'll come to your house at 2 a.m. And I don't care if you text me back. And I like all the things that you like, blah, 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 blah. No, you know what you need to not be? Chill. I'll tell you where I'm not chilling, guys. I'm not chilling in my work. 
I'm not chilling with money. I'm not chilling with goals. I'm not chilling on social media. I'm not chilling with my friendships. I'm not chilling with my parents. And guess what I'm not fucking chilling with? My pussy. I'm not chilling in my relationships. Why? Because I know my worth and I want to make money. I want to be happy. I want to love the people around me. I want to show up for them. I want to be motivated and encouraging and supportive. And in turn, I want that for me. I want someone to do those things for me. I want a partner who prioritizes me like that. So I'm not going to sit here and be chill with my work because I care about making money. I'm not going to sit here and be chill with my friends because I want to love them and support them and be there for them whenever they need me. And I'm not going to be chill in a relationship because I'm going to give you the best you've ever had, period. I'm going to wife you up. I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to cook you dinner. I know exactly what I bring. So you better not be chilling with me. And if a guy is chilling with you and he's fucking around and he's not replying to you and he's making you feel like you're not certain if he likes you, then guess what? He probably doesn't like you and he's probably treating you as just a hookup. If you even have to ask the question, how can you tell when a guy is seeing you as more as a hookup, more than a hookup, that's because you know the answer. (laughs) You know that he's treating you as a hookup because if he wasn't, you would know about it. Men are creatures of action. They are not creatures. They literally show you, they don't tell you. And this is this whole like, have you ever done your um, love language? I would love everyone listening to this to think about if they've done their love language. If you haven't done it, it's basically just how you express and show love. So the options are like words of affirmation, acts of service, gifts. Um, There's all these different ones. Touch. My love language that I want to receive is touch, um, words of affirmation, acts of service. And then I think what I want like that's how I give love. And then how I want to receive it is um, words of affirmation, time spent, touch. So it's it's really interesting. So I would look into that. But but here's my point. Here's, here's really my point. My point is that from all the guys I've dated, I've often asked them to do their love language. And what I've found is that every single guy almost has the same answer. And this might just be the type of guys I'm going for. So don't take it as rule. Don't take anything I say as rule. Take it as experience, Cass's personal experience. But they all say that they show love with acts of service, things that they're doing actual action and but what they want to receive from you is words of affirmation guys like when girls can tell them and reaffirm to them how much they mean to them and it makes them feel secure they need to hear that what they're doing actively doing is pleasing you so if a man isn't physically showing you that he's interested that means he's not interested and an example of physical action is okay so this guy that I was kind of in an entanglement with he one day I woke up and he he didn't live in the same country as I did and he was like I want to see you Long story short, he ended up paying for me to fly me to a destination. He paid for my plane ticket to fly me out. And when I got there, he'd gone and hired my favorite car to pick me up in, to drive me around in, and took me to my favorite dinner. He then proceeded to take me to drinks with all of his friends to introduce me to all his friends. In that situation, he was not sitting in front of me saying, I like you, you're really cool, blah, blah, blah. 
I knew that he liked me because of what he was doing, right? So I want all of you to look at what this guy that you're questioning is doing. I don't care what he's saying because anybody can say anything. Men are not as mental and they're not thinkers like women are. Like we will think ourselves into a fucking hole. We will think and think and think and think and think of all these different strategies and these different ideas. Chill, bitch. Calm. Men literally think with their penises. I mean, like within reason. I'm okay. Also not saying all men suck. I love men. Men are the greatest. I love you. They're really cool. I love male energy. I aspire to be like so many men. I look up to them. So this is just, we're just, we're just, we're talking to the fuck boys. You know what I mean? Okay. I hope that answers your question. The next question, how to deal with an ex moving on quickly. A lot, a lot, a lot of people messaged me this one, guys. Um, So clearly there's quite a few situations where, you know, you're in a relationship, I'm not sure how long for, and you guys go through a little breakup and he's like, I love you, baby, you're the one. And it's just a break and I'm going to come back. And then boop to loop, here's Susan and your man is now dating Susan and he has had a personality change. He has started doing all the things that he said he didn't like. And you know what? There is a Lord song. I cannot remember what one it is. And there's like a lyric and I fucking love it. It's like, um, you're, you're a liar and she'll never know. Um, you said you don't like the beach, but you guys like go. I don't know. I don't even know if that's a thing. And I may have written it up. Lord, if you'd like a lyric writer I am available okay so yeah this question exactly is how to get over an ex who dumped you randomly then got a girlfriend straight away and moved on listen honey I'm not saying that he was seeing her before you broke up but he damn well knew who was next on the bench Let's just put it that way. And I am sorry that that has happened to you. And here's what you're going to learn from that. You are never, ever, ever, ever going to be treated like that ever again. And sometimes situations come into your life so that you can learn this lesson once and goddamn, you're going to learn it hard and then you never do it again. Because what's happening is someone hasn't realized your worth. And I can almost bet that he wasn't treating you how you deserved for a long time before that breakup. I'm sure that there were red flags a long time before that breakup. And from this point forward, you're going to make a vow to yourself that you are going to work on yourself. You're going to grow that self-love. You're going to practice your affirmations and your manifestations. You're going to get your ass to the gym. You're going to eat healthy. You're going to line up five other side pieces. And guess what? He can move on. So can you. Let's work, bitch. (laughs) God. Okay. But you can do that. You can literally move on exactly like he can. Two can play that game. And I know that might sound toxic and unhealthy. And so for those people, I'm going to give you another option. And that is, it's a bit of a hard truth, but there are certain people on this planet who are kind of meant to be together, right? Like, I guess, I mean, I believe in soulmates, but you know, I think everyone can have multiple soulmates. The fact of the matter is he saw something in her that he didn't see in you and that aligns better with him. And that is not a discredit or a disservice to you because guess what? 
someone else is going to come along and they're going to seize that thing in you that they've been missing their whole life. And they're going to be like, dude, there it is. That's my girl. Like she's got everything I've been looking for. This is fire. But the thing is, is that whoever this person, this ex who's moved on quickly is, maybe there was just something else in this new character, this new girl that he needed and he felt he needed it in his life. So, you know, in that respect, give him your respect and wish him well, because the most successful move ons and the most successful self-growth comes with grace. It doesn't come with all this yelling and fiery energy and posting your ass on Instagram and fuck his best friend. That brings you nothing but sadness. Trust me, I've tried it. I've done it for you. Learn from me. The biggest success is when you can stand in your worth and in your grace and look at the situation and say, okay, I loved you. A part of me will always love you, but you're not the person who I fell in love with. And I acknowledge that it's your time to experience and grow with someone else. And I want you to be happy, even if that happiness is not me. And that's a hard thing to say, and it's a hard point to take, and it's a hard thing to hit, but it's relevant. And the success is in that. So if someone has moved on quickly, do not sit in your bed and cry about him. Okay, because guess what? He's not sitting in his bed and crying about you. So I know that hurts. I know it hurts. Oh my God, I feel like I'm just ripping these band aids off today. But it's time for you to reflect on the emptiness inside you and how this person has made you feel empty and how you can work to fill that up for yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm I'm actually just going to roll on to kind of an, another question, which is people who there's a really common trend in the questions here of long-term breakups. And by that, I mean kind of like breakups that might've gone on and on for like two years. Someone said two years, someone said a year. Um, I'm, I'm going to take take a guess that these are situations that have played out over a long time. They're really complicated and there's something bringing you back to someone. And this kills me. I write a lot of poetry about this and it's sort of like these people who you can't get rid of. When people ask me for boy advice, I always say, I'll tell you one thing I know about boys. They're hard to get rid of. And that is because every single guy who I've ever been interested in has come back every time they always come back and some of you are going to be laughing right now and some of you might be in a situation where you're like he's never going to come back but they always come back bitch why because you have that unique special energy that nobody else has that you have the power to give to people and he's going to go out into the world and be like oh wait no one's like her I'ma go hit that back guess what too late we've moved on but (laughs) So these long-term breakups, they are hard when people pop back into your life. So everyone, let's learn from Mama Cass. Let's learn from Mama Cass. And I have done this, my children. I have done this. Your girl has done this for years and years and years and years. And I know what it is. And I'll tell you one thing that I learned from those experiences. How it ended once is how it's going to end again. So for anyone who's getting back with an ex or in a situation where they keep coming back or a breakup who's playing on and on and on, the only reason a breakup goes on and on and on is because you don't want it to end. 
And that's the hard truth. And the same, like I said, the same way it goes down in flames is the same way it's going to go again. And I kind of believe like how you get them is how they leave you. Like Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson cheated on her with his first baby mama and then she lost him by him cheating on her. Like, I don't know. Do you kind of get what I'm getting at there, guys? So I want you all to really ask yourselves why you don't want this to end because I truly think that if a relationship has had a huge crack and a huge break in it, you can try cover that crack up, but bitch, there's always going to be a crack in that vase. And I really think that those situations are just dragging out your pain and they're dragging out your discomfort. And the other thing that really worries me with those situations and what I've found in myself is when you're holding on to this ex, this person you've maybe already broken up with, or you're trying to get back together with them, or even for the situations of people fucking their ex and just thinking like, oh, it's fine. I'm just sleeping with him, potato, potato. Like, I don't care. The thing is energetically on that level, when I see that in people, it's they're blocking themselves out from someone else coming in. Someone who could be new and abundant and fresh and ready to give you what you want. If you're holding on to someone, you are literally showing the universe, hey, you know what? I know that you've got all this radiating blessings coming my way of things that would be really great for me, but I'm actually just going to stay in this toxic loop. And the problem with being in that toxic loop is you're probably repeating a narrative in your head. You're playing the same story over and over and over again. You are creating your reality every day you create your reality. So if you are creating a reality with someone who's already hurt you, I'm going to take a wild guess and show you that the universe is going to make more things hurt you. They're going to say, oh, this is what this lady wants. She's vibrating so low. Okay, well, maybe let's give her some more destructive things. Maybe her home life's going to go bad or work's going to go wrong. And that's just kind of how energy works because when you keep yourself small, the universe meets you there. When you hold yourself big, the universe meets you there. So when I've held on to these small people in these situations that have made me feel worthless and little, nothing really good has come into my life. But when I've stood up and said, hey, I know my value, I know what I'm about, and I'm a great person, and I'm awesome, and I have a lot to deliver, the universe, and I've cut them off, literally, and you can cut them off in a respectful way. I would challenge everyone listening to this who's in that situation to send them a text hey, I love you. I'm always going to love you. I respect you and I want you to respect me. From now on going forward, I'm cutting this off. I do not want to hear from you. That does not mean that you don't have a part of my soul with you every day, but this is it. This is goodbye. I wish you all the best. Thank you for your time and for being my teacher. Because these people have taught you guys, you are learning so much. When you feel sad and negative about these breakup situations, know that no one is here in this planet to do anything other than teach you, to show you parts about yourself, to uncover your worth. This is why you're going through this. This is transformation. This is a blessing. This is a good thing. This is your time to literally reinvent yourself into this new shiny person. When you have been broken down and you're lying on the bathroom floor, that is your moment to stand up and look in the mirror and think, who am I truly? Who is my higher self? How would my higher self handle this? And stand up and be her. 
And if you want to use that negative fuel to the fire, you can, you know, I always kind of say like fake it till you make it when you're really, really sad. Fake it till you make it. Kind of drill it into your head and drill these thoughts and change your thinking and start to really, really learn from this and grow and ignite your flame. Because if you stay in this stupid breakup situation that some of you guys have been in for two years, you're wasting your time. You are wasting your time. And guess what? You never get that back. I can get you a hundred fuckboys. You think he's special because he drives a fucking BMW and wears chinos? I can get you a million of boys like that by tomorrow. But guess what? I can never give you back your youth. So stop wasting it on someone who's not wasting their time on you. Period. Okay. Next question. Um, someone asked me, have I ever been in a relationship with someone I thought I'd marry? That's a really cute question. Um, I think naively at the start of a couple of my relationships, I've been like, is this my soulmate? And I think I've met soulmates or twin flame connections because they've been so fantastic and bright and powerful and emotionally charged and everything good. I think the relationships I've kind of, I've had have been literally like um, movies, like running into the middle of the road when it's raining and driving the vintage cars and flying to see them and being overseas. And I just have had these like movie star loves. And that's why I've kind of written books about them. Don't get me wrong. They've all fucking gone down in flames. So like, cheers to that. But um, have I ever been with someone that I thought I would marry? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I've been with someone who I thought was maybe my soulmate, but I've never been like, he's the one. Like, Deep down, if I really, really reflect on it, I've never been like, he's the one, if that makes sense. Um, Someone said, how do you move on when you were the one in the wrong? So let's flip the coin a little bit. Let's, Let's think about this from the other side, which I really enjoy doing. That's a really cool question. Thank you. Dude, when you've been in the wrong um, and you're fucked up, I just want to come back to that point I've made previously of just staying in your grace and having the balls to acknowledge your faults because you can get it wrong girls you can fuck up too and I I query all of you to sometimes I feel like I put so much pressure personally on guys I'm like what's he doing what's he saying what's he blah 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 you know what you know, you need to apply the lens to yourself. What are you doing? What are you saying? How are you acting? Men need to see love too. You know what I mean? And you need to show your man that you're there for him and you can ride for him and you're going to hold him down and support him and encourage him and motivate him. It's not all about him uplifting you. You need to uplift him. You need to be a good woman to him. Be strong, especially if he's treating you with loyalty and respect. you got to give him the same back. Absolutely, yes. So if you have fucked up, stay in your value system and be the bigger person who's able to apologize and do it from your heart. Like really, really think about how you want to do it. Be clear and be honest. You know, I don't know what that looks like for you. Does that look like a FaceTime? Does that look like a phone call? Does that look like you take him out for coffee or does that look like you send him something? But make sure you really acknowledge where you went wrong and don't just apologize blindly. Apologize for what you did. Say, I am sorry for, I am sorry for how I made you feel. And then give him the space to heal however he wants to heal. If he wants to cut you off, have respect and don't 
call him back and don't booty call him and don't act like a fuckboy yourself. Think about this with as much respect as possible would be my advice on that. Um, Someone said, uh, can you help me? I always end up dating emotionally unavailable boys. I think this is a really, really, really great question, guys. Um, okay, so back to <laughs> back to spiritual cast. Um, emotionally unavailable boys. If you are attracting emotionally unavailable people, period. I don't just mean boys, I mean anyone. That means that you have a block in your self-worth and your narrative. It probably comes from when you're very small, from your inner child. There is something that hasn't been healed because there is a reason why you are attracted to people who are not attracted to you. Let me say that again. There is a reason why you are attracted to people who are not attracted to you. And also, like, doesn't that sound insane? Why would you want to be with someone who doesn't feel the same way about you? Why would you want to be friends with someone who doesn't want to be friends with you? I know she said that on the Call Her Daddy podcast. It was such a good point. But it really, really, really is super true. The thing I kind of want to express to you guys with this one is men show their true colors pretty quickly. They kind of, it's some people would call it red flags, but they honestly, if you are being aware and you've got your eyes open, they will show you their intentions pretty quickly. Um, And so that's another kind of piece of advice I'd say is to just keep your eyes open. Don't fall blindly and be really aware of your surroundings. Like when you're going on a date, it's not about whether he likes you. It's about whether you like him. He's got to work for you. Your role isn't being this juicy ripe peach on the shelf hoping that this guy's going to pick you. Fuck that. You can pick too. You're picking who you want to be with. This is about what you want too. It's not just about you being consumed. Girls aren't on this planet to be consumed. Um, Okay, Cass, off the rant and back to the original question. Emotionally unavailable boys. So as I said, they will show you quickly. And when a man shows you his intentions, do not try to rewrite them. Do not try to prove him wrong. Do not try to change him. The only man that will ever change for a woman is the man who wants to be changed. And if these guys are telling you, I don't want that, I want to stay in my ways, I'm having fun right now, I'm not ready to commit, guess what? He's telling the fucking truth. He's not saying that to lead you on and to make you interested and to play hard to get. Men saying I'm not ready to commit is not them playing hard to get. It's them literally being who they are in that moment and all power to them. If you're young and you want to have fun, even if you're not young, you want to have fun. If you just want to have fun, bitch, go have fun. But it is something that you kind of want to clarify early on. Um, One thing that I've been practicing, guys, is, and this is because I've done a lot of work and a lot of shadow work and I'm, you know, trying to own all those parts of me, is I literally very, very, very early on with anyone I meet will be like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. 
I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking for someone who's going to build me up as much as I build them up. I'm a busy woman. I have goals. I have plans. I want a man who has the same. I want a man with ambition. I want a man who's going to support me with everything I'm doing and I can support him in return. I want consistency and clarity and I want flowers and I want kisses and I want chocolates and I want to be wine and dined. I want you to hold my door open for me. That is what I want. And guess what? That might send half the guys running and that's fine because it's getting rid of the guys who are not available to give me what I'm looking for. So be honest, girls, be honest with what you're wanting because, okay, think of it like this. You go to a guy's house. He's like, I'm thirsty. You're like, same. He's like, I'm going to get some soda. You're like, okay, cool. He goes, I'm going to get grape. And you go, I'll I'll, I'll just have what you're having because, you know, you like don't want to like stand out or be weird. Maybe it's the first time you've hung out. You just want to fit in and be easy. So he's like, okay, cool. Comes back, gives you both grape soda. You drink it. You hang out again. Two days later, same thing. He's like, I'm just going to get some soda. He goes, grape? You go, yeah, yeah, grape. The whole time knowing that you wanted peach. The whole fucking time. And you're drinking grape soda. This happens for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, two months. And on, you know, your third, the third month of the sodas, he stands up out of bed and he comes back and he has two grape sodas and you look at him and you go, you fucking asshole. I fucking hate you. Everything about you disgusts me. You have broken my heart. And he looks at you and he goes, what? And you go, I wanted peach. And he's like, the whole time you wanted peach? And you're like, yeah, I wanted peach. And he's like, why didn't you just say that to me? And you're like, well, I was scared because I didn't want to be honest because I just wanted to be easy. No, guess what? That is girls and guys half the time in relationships from my experience. The girl is too worried to say how she feels and what she truly wants in fear that she will lose him and upset him. So she goes along with it and plays easy and plays comfortable. And then guess what? She explodes and she gets super upset when he's not able to give her what she wanted the whole time, even though she's never told him. Why? Because she's scared that he will leave her. She's scared to lose him. If you tell a man what you want, what you need, what you value, and he wants to leave, hold the door open and slam it behind him because that relationship is never going to work. There's no universe where it's going to work. You're not going to wake up one morning and be like, oh my God, I love grape soda now. And he's not going to wake up one morning and be like, you know what I feel like? Peach. Because he knows exactly what he wants and he's showing you from day one that he wanted grape soda. He wanted the grape soda, easy, comfortable, quick, no strings attached sex. That's grape soda. That's the metaphor. And you want the relationship stability of the peach soda. There is no fruit cocktail. They do not go together. They come in one fucking glass. Okay. I hope that answers your question. Someone said how to know when to let go. Um, I think I've slightly touched on that as well, but how to know when to let go. And there's a lot of people asking about missing spark in relationships. Guys, Do yourself a favor and write down a list of exactly what you want and need in a partner and check if your relationship is up to scratch against that list. 
Check it out. Write your 100% perfect person with no ego, just everything you want. Write this list. And this is a really good idea for manifesting it, guys. If you write a list of your ideal boyfriend or your ideal partner, your ideal love, your ideal girlfriend, it's going to show the universe what you want to bring into your life. So write that list down, compare it to, you know, your own, your your own relationship now. And if your relationship isn't at 100%, call it quits. And that might sound really extreme because there might be cases of people with 98% relationships, 99% relationships, 97% relationships. Guess what? Your role on this earth is to love your life and love every second of it. And you deserve and you have the ability to have whatever you want everything you want, bitch. That 100% relationship, that can be yours. As soon as you show the universe that you are subconsciously ready for that, it will bring it in, okay? It's important. Um, Okay, I'm gonna round this episode out (laughs) with not a question, but it's just gonna be a bit of advice from me to you, to my single gals. And to everyone who's maybe not in a relationship and they're waiting to be or they're looking for it or all these people who are in all these situations and to all these hundreds of messages that I got in response, I can feel your hearts hurting. I can feel you wanting someone's attention and craving someone's attention and needing someone else to feel fulfilled and happy. I want to tell you that there is no person on this planet who is going to be able to fill up that love for you ever. And they might fill it up temporarily and then they will leave and you will feel rock fucking bottom. You will feel as low as you can go. And that is because you have been missing this love in yourself and waiting for someone else to give it to you. That is way too much to put on someone's shoulders. It is too much for them to bring into your life. That is too needy. You cannot rely on anyone like you can rely on yourself. So I want all of us going forward to Put that lens on and to think about what you can do to fill up your own self-worth. How can you apply this? Guys, let's fucking get a good nighttime routine going. Let's get a good morning routine going. Let's get a good sleep schedule like going. Let's go to the gym. Let's sign up to new dance classes. Let's sign up to painting classes. Let's hang out with our friends. Let's read more books. Listen to podcasts. Go on late night drives. Hang out with your family. Let's mend a relationship in our lives that should have been mended a long time ago. Let's start pouring that energy that's being poured into wondering why he's not texting back into yourself and see what happens. Because you would rather be alone than be with someone who doesn't value you and who doesn't care for you. There is no point in you caring about someone who doesn't care about you. There is no point in you loving someone who doesn't love you. Why don't you just fucking love yourself? And with that, that's the end of our first episode. Okay, so I, guys, I cannot express how many questions there were. Like, God, I want to say like 500. So I really do think that this will be a series for us. um, And I'll kind of theme it and have different themes for all the, I don't know what I'll call it. Please feel free to submit ideas. Um, 
but I definitely want to do a full podcast around being single and tips to be single. And I want to do a full podcast around people in relationships. I want to do a full podcast around dating, dating tips, like literally just know what you guys want to hear from me. Um, as I said, I've got so much to share with this topic, honestly, truly. So let me know, please submit any questions and queries. And I hope that that was helpful. I will see you guys in two weeks. Be safe, be kind, be kind to yourself. And I want to see you all make some serious changes in a positive direction. All right. So this has been Sass with Cass. And as always, you guys know where to find me. I don't even have to fucking tell you. (laughs) You already know. I'm always here for you if you feel like you don't have someone who understands. I understand and I see you and I love you all and I'm with you always. Have the best day, night, wherever you are. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.